0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Bible Code. Today, in our lesson, we will focus on who is the promised seed in the Bible. For a copy of these transcripts, please go to www.dnainthebible.com. In our last session, we looked at the Feast of the Lord and the number 19 for faith. We will continue our study on how numbers are used in the Bible to support doctrine. And what do I mean by that? Take our topic for today, the promised seed. How many would think there could be a DNA code supporting this topic in the Bible? But let us remember three things found in the Bible regarding numbers. They are as follows. God names all the stars and knows how many there are. Psalms 147 verse 4. He numbers the hairs of your head, Luke 12, verse 7, and keeps books recording our works, Revelation 20, verse 12. You see, we serve an orderly God. Why know all the number of stars and the hairs of your head? Because He's God. If the detail of these things, which are simple, imagine His Word that changes us into a new creature and will one day judge the world. Just how complex and amazing should we view the Bible we hold in our hands? Today we will continue looking at what appears to be a DNA code in the King James Bible, focusing on the promised seed. Who is the promised seed mentioned? The answer is Jesus Christ. We have looked into other numbers mentioned in the Bible, such as 14, 21, 13, and 6, If you think about it, DNA is just another set of numbers, 23 and 46. If God can use other numbers with accuracy and consistency that supports Scripture, why not use 23 and 46? They're numbers as well, are they not? Jesus said in His Word that He is the Word, and that Word was made flesh. I'd like to remind you again that the study of DNA is less than 200 years old. Through software such as King James Pure Bible Search, we can see fascinating codes such as the one we will look at today. I am not going to read to you every single example, but rather I am going to give you some of the highlights, and I encourage you to go to the website if you are interested in knowing more about this study and others we have covered. Let us begin. The birth of Christ is found in the 46th chapter of the New Testament, which is Luke chapter 2. Genesis, chapter 35, verses 11 through 12, God is speaking about seed. In this verse, the 46th word happens to be the word seed. I will read this scripture to you. And God said unto him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee and kings shall come out of thy loins. And the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed, after thee will I give the land. Again, just a coincidence that seed happens to be the 46th word. In Luke chapter 3, you will see the lineage of Jesus Christ. There is a phrase, was the son of... And this phrase is used in 16 verses in the chapter. Was the son of is found in 23 verses of the Bible. But let us look at some more examples. In Acts chapter 13, verses 22 to 23, we will see again an example of seed and the number 23. Let me read this passage of scripture for you and you will see what I'm seeing. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Now here it is. This is verse 23. Of this man's seed hath God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a Savior, Jesus. Let us look at another example. Romans chapter 9, verse 8 says this That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted for the seed. There are a couple things mentioned here that relate to what appears to be DNA knowledge. For example, the seed is found in 46 verses of the Old Testament. The promise and the seed are found in 46 verses of the Old Testament. Seed by itself, just the word seed, is found in 23 verses of Isaiah. Now, what's interesting about this is Isaiah is the 23rd book of the Bible, and in this book mentions the coming again of Jesus Christ and also salvation. Let us take a look at Genesis chapter 32, verse 12. And thou saith, I will surely do thee good, and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. Thy seed and the sand are both being compared to, I guess you could say, DNA, correct? Well, let's see if we can find both of those phrases for either 23 or 46. The sand is found 23 times and in 23 verses of the Old Testament. Thy seed is found in 46 chapters of the Bible. But there is another passage of Scripture, keeping in mind that thy seed is found in 46 chapters of the Bible. Let us look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel." Thy seed, again, is found in 46 chapters of the Bible. Let us take a look at another example. You will notice that there is a phrase, this is my, and it is describing different things of God. For instance, this is my covenant, Genesis 17.10. This is my name forever, memorial unto all generations, Exodus 3.15. This is explaining and describing God. These are the actions, you could say, of God. So again, ask yourself if God is the Word made flesh, and this is explaining His actions. Could there be DNA knowledge behind this? And you would be right in asking that, because this phrase, this is my, is found 23 times in the Bible. You will find that it is followed by covenant, Son that liveth, infirmity, remember, he took our infirmities, right? Comfort in my affliction, rest forever, beloved, my friend, covenant with them, beloved son, body, blood of the New Testament, commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And you'll notice on the transcripts, all the different phrases following this phrase, this is my And you also notice the reference of where you can find them in. Again, is this just a coincidence? Considering the promised seed and that he is the living God versus a non-living God, where would you think that such a passage of scripture would be found? Well, you would be correct if you thought, according to either 23 or 46, for you will find The comparison between a living God and a non-living God in Isaiah, which happens to be the 23rd book, and is located in the 46th chapter of the 23rd book. I will leave you with a couple examples found in Scripture, beginning with Scripture using 23 words. For instance, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 7, it states, Then said I, Lo... I come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. This verse contains 23 words. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 says, Now the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. The Lord spoke precisely 23 words to Abram. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21 It reads, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. This verse contains 23 words. In Acts chapter 17, verse 23, it says, For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23 says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is, God with us. And last, Galatians chapter 4, verse 23, But he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh, but he of the free woman was by promise. I hope you enjoyed the study on the promised seed. Again, I did not give you all the examples, but just some of the highlights. I encourage you to go to the website www.dnainthebible.com, where you can see all the examples on the study, the promised seed, and what looks to be a DNA code. I look forward to seeing you next week when we will continue our study on the Bible code.